Many people think that sweetened fruit drinks are a healthy alternative to soft drinks. But a new study says they're just as likely to cause weight gain and increase the risk of diabetes. With a look, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Thank you, Chris. Our guest is Professor Julie Palmer from the Sloan Epidemiology Center at Boston University. And with some colleagues, she recently issued a report with some surprising findings about diabetes and beverages. So tell us just what exactly were you studying? We were looking at the relationship between the types of beverages that people drink to their risk of developing type 2 diabetes, also known as adult-onset diabetes. This study, which is called the Black Women's Health Study, actually has 59,000 women in it who have been participating for 12 years and will continue participating for a long time. And it's kind of a historic study. There have been nothing like this before in a minority group. Type 2 diabetes is high and increasing across the U.S., but the rates are even higher among African-American women. And what kind of beverages were you looking at? We were looking at regular soft drinks, that is, soft drinks other than diet soft drinks. And we were also looking at so-called fruit drinks. And these are drinks other than orange juice and grapefruit juice, which are always 100% juice. We're looking at a category of fruit drinks that includes some unsweetened juices, but mostly what you see in the grocery store as juice drinks or aids. And those drinks tend to be a very small percentage of actual juice, maybe 1 to 10%. And they're primarily sweetened by high fructose corn syrup rather than actual fruit. So tell us what you found. We categorized the women according to whether they drank a lot of soft drinks or a little bit, whether they drank a lot of the other types of drinks a little bit. And so compared to women who drank neither soft drinks or very little of the soft drinks or the fruit drinks, we found that those who drank fruit drinks had a 30% increase in the risk of developing diabetes. This was similar to the increase we saw for women who drank soft drinks. So they had approximately 30%. So basically what we were finding was that women who drink these sweetened drinks, whether it's a soft drink or a fruit drink, both have an increased risk of diabetes compared to those who stay away from those drinks. What about diet soft drinks? There is a theory, and correct me if I'm wrong, but a theory that the lack of sugar in diet soft drinks somehow does not satisfy that sweet tooth, and so maybe the rest of their diet is higher in sugar. Is there any truth to that? I've heard that theory. We didn't have much data, so we didn't report widely on the diet soft drinks. We did not see an association between drinking diet soft drinks and having a higher risk of developing diabetes. Let's talk for a moment about diabetes in general. There are certainly things that people can do for their diet and so forth that can help them avoid diabetes or certainly make it less severe. Talk about that for a moment. Yes, there are things they can do with their diet besides what they're drinking, which we already discussed. Another thing that will really help that's also very feasible is to increase the amount of cereal fiber in their diet. And all that means is eating more of whole grain products. For example, switching from a typical brand cereal to oatmeal. You can vastly increase the amount of fiber. Or just taking a cereal that has high fiber, that can reduce diabetes risk by as much as 20 or 30%. It appears that eating less meat is helpful. But really, keeping down the calories and increasing the cereal fiber seems to be the best way to go with diet. 
Any final pieces of advice based upon what you learned in this study? Yes, I think that everyone finds it difficult to lose weight. So rather than trying to just take on this big task of losing a lot of weight, what we've shown in our study is if even if women are overweight, if they just do this one thing by cutting down on soft drinks or fruit drinks, they can still decrease their risk. And over time, they probably will lose weight. But they don't have to wait for the day where they've lost 40 pounds. They can still do something today, this year, to reduce their risk. Professor Julie Palmer from the Sloan Epidemiology Center at Boston University, thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack. You're very welcome. For InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. That'll do it for this edition of InfoTrack. To learn more about this or previous InfoTrack shows and guests, visit us online at TalkZone.com. Thanks to InfoTrack reporters Roy Mackey and Taryn McCall. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer. Our engineer is Robert Sarf. Our announcer is Charlie Van Dyke. And I'm Chris Whitting. Internet services by Pear.com. InfoTrack is produced by Syndication Networks Corporation. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for another edition of InfoTrack.